Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the REC Podcast, bruh! To you by REC Comics and Collectibles. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Roman Chavez, and with me as always... Eric Icarus! Eric! You can find us on the gram at REC Podcast. You can find us... Uh, you can follow the shop at REC Comics. You can follow me at Roman REC Podcast. And you can come check out the shop in Colorado Springs, 7679 North Union Boulevard. How are you doing this week, buddy? Dude, I'm great. Are you? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm having a di- di- an okay week, you yeah. know. Uh, going through some personal stuff. We talked about that on Friday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Me, me, you, and uh, the boys. The boys? Uh, AJ. Yeah. The boy. <laughs> <laughs> the boy, sir? Yeah, he said, uh, I AJ. Play, he said I play with my hair too much. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. So I'm glad he's watching. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, AJ. Nice. So let's see if he's actually watching for reals. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, he's listening, too. So, oh, you he's know. probably more listening. Yeah, he, probably. Say, maybe he could hear me playing with my hair. <laughs> But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. We had a good little weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of fun. We got a little uh, bro time away from this place. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where it wasn't work-related. Yeah. AJ picked up some of uh, that uh, Dwayne Johnson's tequila, Terramana. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember much else after uh, that. You were in rare was, form that evening, I my friend. I was in rare form. We, uh, we had a good time. We did a have nice a great hang. time. Yeah, no drinking. No one drank and drove. No. We had fun. It was awesome. Uh, we had a little sleepover. It was great. Yes. Su- super fun. Yes. Super fun. Uh, we also got to uh, to watch some television, as, as, sure. as we like to talk mm-hmm. about, you know? Um, uh-huh. 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 What would you like to start with, my friend? Why don't we jump right into uh, wrapping up this uh, TV series called She-Hulk. Attorney at Law. Let us wrap this up and then we will end on a high note talking about what everyone seems to be raving about for this Halloween season. Good way to kick off the Halloween season. So the season finale, Impossible Series finale of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, uh, culminated. uh, It's been obviously widely criticized or enjoyed it's very there's a lot of in the middle but the the vocals on each side are very uh very loud uh on this show we are also divided because i have been really enjoying she hulk uh it's a fun show i i can't say it enough i i i don't think it's perfect by any means but it gave me something different and i was expecting something different and it delivered while giving me even stuff that I wasn't really, uh, you know, looking for. Mm-hmm. So um, we were kind of heavy in the first three episodes. We have finished it uh, now, and Eric would love to tell you how much he enjoyed this show. I would just really like to say this is the worst piece I've ever seen in my <laughs> life, man. I, I just okay. Look, um, I I I just want to say I had high hopes for this. Spoilers. Uh, spoiler. We're gonna have some spoilers here. Um, you know. Uh, I, I believe her name is Jessica Gao, writer, series, showrunner, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe she's met a lot of people in her life because a lot of the characters she has written and put in the show are very two-dimensional, uh, not necessarily stereotypes, but just like, I don't think she's ever met a gay person before. That is not how you write gay people. They're not just two-dimensional, one-dimensional people that go, oh, fashion, I complain about stuff. That was a little offensive. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Just, you know, of course, I'm talking about the, 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 the Leapfrog episode. Uh-huh. Um, and it just, it, you know, I don't understand why they couldn't... I have so many thoughts running through my head. Okay, real quick. Most television series... Uh, look at the meltdown. I know. There's a, there's a full-on meltdown look, here. Look at the... Okay. This is, this is Twitter I'm, incarnate. I'm going right? to loop it back around. All right, all right. Uh, the reason I bring up the the uh, the gay thing is because 
in most television shows, comedy shows, because they, they keep kind of explaining away things on the show, like, oh, it's a comedy. It's, that's why it's supposed to be uh, off-kilter and stuff. But in most comedy television shows, you uh, you fall in love with characters, and you're not necessarily laughing at these characters. You're laughing with these characters. And in She-Hulk, I feel like all we are doing is laughing at these kind of outcast characters that... Uh, that uh, Jennifer Jennifer Walters wouldn't even pay a mind to. Yeah, it's like we're seeing the world through her eyes, and these people are just come and go, and they like, mean nothing to her. Yeah, but and that's how they're written. Aren't we laughing at all of the characters in the show? I don't necessarily think so. Not not in the stance of like how we would laugh at Dwight, yeah. like from The Office. Very quirky person, but you know, at, at the heart of it, he's very developed. Granted, you know, he's had eight seasons to be developed, but when you see Dwight, even in the first season of The Office, you get a, a sense of who this person is. Yeah. You understand he's quirky, but you understand there's a, a, a person under all that. Mm -hmm. Don't get a sense of that from any of these side characters. Not even Mark Ruffalo and Matt Murdock have that going. Yeah. They're just kind of like come and go. Yeah. And it's, it's a little disconcerting because a lot of the men that are, again, I'm, I'm going to take that stance, a lot of the men that are written in this show are very, it's either like the hunky guy or kind of the uh, gay friend that the, the females would hang out with. That's what I'm getting, man. Mm -hmm. And it's, I, I think it's a little offensive. Okay. I, I don't find anything uh, uh, about the show uh, offensive. Uh, but the, you know, I just think, again, it's just a, a quick, fun show. Uh, the, the, the big thing in the, in the series finale, and, and again, big spoiler, is just the... Troll by Kevin Feige in Marvel. Yeah, but a lot of people talking about that. It's, okay. it's, it's a very interesting thing where, where Jen has been breaking the fourth wall pretty much throughout the entire show. And in this, she destroys the fourth wall. Comes through literally your Kool-Aid man style. Kool-Aid man style through the, 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 the Disney Plus menu to go speak to Kevin Feige. Because she wants she doesn't want this finale to finish up exactly like all the other Marvel what, formulae. Okay, for those things. who didn't watch, how does it culminate? So she's fighting this guy. She's a, Well, it's culminating towards a fight. This uh, intelligentsia is this organization that has been, uh, you know, crap posting about She-Hulk, uh, trying to figure out her, uh, get her blood, and just like saying that she should probably die you know just all this stuff that has to do with like the internet i, I about to say i get the allegory to twitter yeah of you're course. not fooling anybody no and, and i mean that's the point though and and the uh she finds out who her uh would be assailants are the people who have been uh behind this this kind of website this this twitter page and uh it's somebody that she went on a date with earlier in the show uh earlier in the show somebody tried to steal her blood apparently this guy hired those people to do so because he wanted to inject the, the serum into him to become a hulk because he doesn't feel like she deserves her powers and it's about to culminate in this big fight and she just puts everything to a stop talks to us the audience and is like you know what we don't want like this and i agree with her this isn't the point of the show for her to fight another hulk like i thought i and, and i thought okay that's what was going to dissatisfy me was i was sure. going to get that thing mm -hmm. and she comes out she goes to the marvel studios lot and she's like i need to see kevin feige they make her sign an nda and she goes in and it's this like robotic camera that's an acronym kevin and i have it written down it is uh, knowledge enhanced visual interact interactivity nexus um, and uh, it's saying that this robot this machine is making all of these decisions for Marvel and you know which I think is just Kevin Feige saying like look guys I'm doing my best 
and this is the things that I'm, this is how I'm thinking about it, while also just having a little bit of fun. They change the ending in there. It really, the show doesn't truly end per se. It just kind of wraps up. Right. And uh, it is, I will say, the last episode is my least favorite episode of the season. Right. Um, because it is unfulfilling, but it it was unfulfilling in its own way. Sure. And it hasn't been, you know, a lot of the things that people are complaining about online were just going to be baked into this. I mean, even the people at Intelligentsia, they're having like a like a, a, a meeting. Sure. It's literally things that sound like they came off the internet. They're like, look, he doesn't go by he Hulk, okay? You know, you have all these right, these right. Man, these women hating men mm-hmm. sure. who are just jealous of the power mm-hmm. and it's you're to your point it's so on the nose that it's a little bit just like boring. Right. But hey, it was I, different. See, the thing is I, I don't, the I, don't under, I don't care for it because it's a bit I understand the uh, joke is the cop out. Yeah. I understand that's what they're doing here, but you didn't earn that. They didn't earn that whatsoever. But did you they earn all of the they hate that they got? Absolutely. This thing is one of the worst written shows I've ever seen. Um, I can't hate on the actors and actresses. Everyone, yeah. did, everyone did fine as far as the acting. They did what they could with what they had. But I, I can't say enough about how bad this writing is. I'm trying to give more examples, but it's just so not fleshed out. And, I'm, and this thing could have been so good, yeah. man. Like, I was really wanting to see a, not necessarily a down and dirty courtroom drama, but it did ask, <clears throat> this is one of the things that bothered me the most, was that the so, uh, Sokovia Accords mm-hmm. were admonished. And it's a, in a throwaway line from Matt Murdock. And yeah. that is a huge deal in the yeah. MCU. And, that is, and I was like, what, did I miss something? Yeah. Like, but, when did they, never been brought up, yeah. but then, Matt just throws it out there, and it's like, okay, well, I guess that's a thing now that the Scovia Accords aren't a thing. Well, I mean, we're and so far remo- we're so far removed from it, and nobody has talked about it. At least we've got something. I understand. I agree. But there it does need a, to be more. But you know, there was a civil war fought. Over yeah, this. <laughs> agree, agree. But it's it's not She Hulk's job. I'm to, not equating to, the Scovia Accords to slavery. Yeah, but I'm just saying. The, it was an internet civil war. <laughs> uh, the but at least we got something. You know, that's the first mention of the Sokovia right, right. Accords we've got sure. since uh, they, they, you know, since some right. of Right, or they really. could have just never, they didn't even have to bring it up. Why do you even bring it up if you're going to just throw it to the side that way? Well, no, because it was important to Matt's argument, and that's what sealed the deal. <laughs> they, they or that, that's his reason for being I understand, there. but there could have been, they could have did something else. But that's I don't know, it's not big. my job it, to do that. It, but <laughs> it, it was a power cameo by the Sokovia Accords. Sure. Okay? Right, right. But, 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 it, but it does make his argument make sense. Like, right. since they were repealed, people are not, you know, th- this designer sure. does design for mm-hmm. uh, super-powered individuals. Right, right. So, like, it, it mm-hmm. does make sense, but it is a throwaway to how, you know, we had right. Captain America and Steve Rogers almost kill each other. Right. It's, so, yeah, it's a big deal. I agree, but yeah. at least something has been said, because it feels like, basically, since... Uh, in or Infinity War, that like, yeah, we just don't talk about the Sokovia Accords. Sure, sure, it was nice to know that something did happen, and okay. it makes sense in the years. Yeah, since well, since the Infinity blip, War, yeah, 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 I get it. But you know, that, that could have been handled a little bit better. Um, yes. I will say that the high points were, um, aside from you know the uh, the entire cast doing what they could, <laughs> um, you know, getting getting a Tim Roth come back, you know, that mm-hmm. was awesome. Yeah. I get my get my boy Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, my main man Charlie Cox. Yeah. You know. Uh, now that was completely useless. Just really shoehorning him in there because of he's a lawyer. Bring him in. Bring him, well, I mean, but that's that's eventual. In in his episode, it makes total sense. But just you know, doing it literally, looking at the camera, being like, 
more more Matt Murdock because I'm a woman and I have needs, which I thought was funny, but it's just like it feels like a waste. It kind of did. Okay, you know they introduce spoilers. They introduce Hulk's son Scar, which we had all kind of hypothesized would be. I didn't think he was going to show up in the show. I no, thought we would see so him either. later, oh, God, and he looked no. terrible. Yeah, terrible. Scar doesn't look like that ever in the comics. No. He has long hair, mm-hmm. tribal stuff going on. Awesome. This guy looked like uh, those those like weird Chinese uh, taekwondo masters in the oh, old yeah. kung fu movies. Right, right, right. Where it's all the way bald back here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just a weird look. He looks uh, like a last minute gift at a Beijing airport. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Look what I got. Yeah, it was it was not its best foot forward. Right, right. Um, but and, no, I again, I I gotta say like. And this whole build-up to this Kevin thing was just a way for Kevin Feige to be like, yeah, I know it sucks, but, you know, we were trying something new, throwing, yeah. throwing pasta at the wall. But it was a bit irresponsible. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to he- – I'm not even going to hesitate to bring up the term woman splaining here because that's what they did in this entire episode. Yeah, and, and again, if you're, wanting to ba- if you're wanting to make it a, uh, a satire – and almost poke fun at the fact that, yeah, this is how it feels to be a woman in a man's world. I get that. I totally understand. I would be on board with that. But the way you're going about it with sh- crappy writing. It is and, clunky. It is clunky. You know, yeah. yeah. And again, I, I understand the, the undertones of the show. Yeah. It's great. I love that kind of feminism bend, bend on it. But it's just handled so poorly yeah. because the showrunner, um, having checked her credits, had not written a show before. Yeah. This is her first run at a, at a major film or you know TV property. Yeah, but the Russo's had never directed a movie. But, but they worked in television. She's, so she, she's, never she's done, done some other things. I, that's debatable. But, but, but I mean, this is, this is Marvel knowing, you know, this is what they do. They, they get the, the obscure people and they try to see if can they I can get create a show? stars. <laughs> Give me a show. I could do better. Yeah, you, you got you to go out there and get, get out those yeah. Aquafina commercials, now, you know? I, you're right. You, you got to do your mm. Skittles commercials yeah, first. Gonna, you're right? darn right. You know, you got to Michael I got to get on my thing. OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> If you want that, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop a comment. Eric's Eric needs money, and I need fun times, <laughs> fun stories. All right. Um, I get it. Look, th- this is the first episode in in its entirety. Well, I, while I appreciate the uh, how different it was, it's just it felt like it makes the sh- rest of the show feel like a little bit of a waste of Big time, time because you don't you don't get like a real end you get to the, that to you the get show. that oh it was a dream thing yeah you know that whole like oh this it was a dream explain it away yeah and it does feel like a waste of time and it does feel like a insult to the audience and i'm sorry people who had to suffer through this i as as somebody who 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 really enjoyed john burns run on on she hulk oh you yeah, know when sure. she asks like oh but what about the x-men and she looks at us like that remember, stuff's funny. That is great, and that yeah. you know that you know. Remember when I'm she's not like, saying it's void of any humor. Okay, there's, there's stuff in there. Okay, I'm just saying as a whole, it it, it was asking great questions, but it, it was sort of yeah asking great questions, but having no answers. Yeah, and the answers they did uh, provide were very uh, haphazardly just yeah. thrown at you and like okay, deal with it under the guise of a comedy. Yeah, and it's not that that's not satire and that's not funny and it's not okay. 
It, it, you know, and, and me thinking about, like, Titania, like, I don't really care about any of the other characters besides... That represent Denver Girl. That, 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 rep- that besides She-Hulk, and then, like, the characters I already cared about. I was never really a big fan of her friend. I don't trust her. <laughs> Pug could... I like that actor. He was in, um, he was, like, an assistant DA and in Arrow. He was on one of those cop shows, too, as another lawyer. Like, so. NYPD Blue? Something. I don't know, but I, I, he's a handsome guy. They didn't really give him that much to work with, but he, it was like, Pug is a uh, you know a supporting character in the two thousands run so sure. yeah. so like mm-hmm. you know th- those things are cool but the I could c- care less about Titania like I, sure. I, everybody felt really really hollow um, but except for except for Tatiana Maslany I thought her Jen was really good and her uh, she, she was, she was, really was good. not the problem yeah, uh, okay right. she was awesome yeah she, okay she was Do, great uh, yeah, yeah doing, I, I think doing she was the great. best what you had. Yeah. I I would like to see her again. Oh, yeah, wouldn't mind seeing the She Hulk again. Yeah. Um. Just you know, let's let's get let's get somebody to write and you know, uh, call call Joelle Jones. She's awesome. She'll write you a good script. Well, yeah. You know, be careful what you wish for. You, you, you don't know. You don't know. Um. Well, we'll bounce from that to something that we both watched separately that mm. I thought really knocked it out of the park. Uh, and that's uh, the one-hour special for Werewolf by Night. Uh, it was kind of a surprise drop at D23 in September. Or, yeah, in September. Mm-hmm. Um, the trailer, very campy, black and white, uh, reeking of, uh, you know, I guess you call it 50s or 60s horror. Sure. A lot of shadows right. and, and this and that. But, you know, the subject matter of Werewolf by Night, it's where uh, Moon Knight makes his first appearance. Right. It follows uh, the uh, the life of Jack Russell, which is a dog's name in, in you know, a dog breed. But uh, Jack Russell is a werewolf by night on the full moon, as it were. And, um, uh, you know, it was really big in the 70s was, uh, you know, monster comics. Oh, big time. Uh, mm-hmm. Man-Thing, Tomb of Dracula, uh, Legion of Monsters, oh, Ghost God, Rider. Yeah. Like, anything that had kind of a quasi-satanic bend or supernatural bend, it was really popular in the 70s. Right, like, which is interesting because you think that would make a big comeback now Yeah, in, in comic books. I think they're trying. I think to. they are trying because they, they, yeah. we do have that new Midnight Suns out. And um, I, I have finished the first issue. I will finish the series and get back to you. Crypt of Shadows coming out tomorrow. We're recording this Tuesday night, so this will be out tomorrow. Got some uh, got some players there. Looks like we got some werewolves. Looks it looks like, like got... the cast from the show. Yeah, Moon Knight, Elsa Bloodstone, Lady Wolverine, Man Thing. But uh, yeah, new number one out there, guys. Check it out. Uh, but we were gonna follow. You know, uh, I wasn't sure if they were gonna go full camp. Full horror or a bit of both. They did a bit of both. They I think it, it really blended well. it really well. Yes. Um, I will say, um, I did enjoy this. Yeah. Oh, uh, yay! I, I didn't hate this. Um, I am. I, I, I got to admit, I'm getting a bit, maybe I'm getting a little jaded. Sure. Maybe I'm getting a little uh, superhero fatigue. It's, uh, the MCU to me is like uh, the Warp Tour, the Vans Warp Tour. Yeah. That's how the MCU feels to me. Okay. It was like, it was so cool at first. Like, all oh, my favorite bands are playing uh. on the same stage for 30 minutes. And, but then, thing is the warp tour took away from all these other bands who didn't want to tour on there and you only have so much money and so much time to go see certain bands uh-huh. so these other cooler bands who didn't want to go on the warp tour get screwed up and you don't watch these cool bands i.e these cool movies so you're only kind of just seeing these warp tour bands and you're getting so burned out on these warp tour bands mm-hmm. so uh mcu you're kind of being warp tourish right now <laughs> with your flip-flops and your bro attitudes <laughs> 
you know, the story behind this is the, uh, the uh, patriarch of the family, Ulysses Bloodstone, has died. Um, he is the keeper of the mystical gem, the Bloodstone. You which, mean the blood gem? The blood gem, the blood orange. And, uh, you know, the, which, the stone's powers are MacGuffin-y, as, as needed. Every gem and stone is a... It doesn't matter. Whatever we need. Helps Whatever we need for the, the story. Along. Whatever Kevin says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. K-E-V-I-N. All right? And uh, so he has died, and, like, uh, it's a mantle to hold, to keep the bloodstone. So these other hunters, they're going to, like, fight with each other and kill some animal they or some beast they know nothing about um and his daughter shows up elsa who you can tell has left the family but is like none of you guys deserve this stone so it's one of those things survive the night kill the monster get the stone simple very good plot like it very simple plot and because of the the title i thought that the monster was going to be jack russell sure and in the trailer we did see a uh a quick flash of uh man thing Oh, yeah, and man, Man Thing was in this a lot. Oh, yeah. Actually, so yeah, let's get let's go full he's tilt the, spoilers he's here. The, one off. Yeah, he's the 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 monster that they have in to the, hunt in the uh, labyrinth. Yeah, so mon- yeah. There yeah. you go. He's yeah. the one that they've got to survive. And, and they actually have the stone in him because yes. it weakens him because he's a technically a mystical creature. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah so it's weakening him because if you know, yes. fear. You burn at the touch of man things. It's true. All right. In the comics, Ted uh, Salas uh, was working on a version of the Super Soldier yeah, Serum. Uh-huh. And, Down uh, in the Everglades. There you go. And uh, uh, AIM, the Advanced Idea Mechanics, they come to try to take his research. Falls in the swamp. Yeah. Chemicals ensue. <laughs> and he becomes basically a Swamp Thing-esque character. <laughs> All right. Swamp Thing. Now, uh, Swamp Thing can communicate with people, but Man Thing... Is uh, yeah, he just mostly like murmurs. Like certain people understand him, certain right. people don't. He's very Grootish. Very Grootish, but without saying I am Groot. You know, right. he just kind of growls. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in the comics, he's actually the guardian of what they call the Nexus of Realities. Yeah, very, yeah. And it's kind of just this doorway to other realities. Yeah, right. So he's in the swamp. You try to show up, and you know it's kind of like if you if you're not afraid of him, you can get through. The only I think. Two people to not burn by the touch of man you know thing. They are. Kazar. Oh yeah, and Daredevil. And my boy. Yep, because you yeah you have to know fear. Like literally, if he grabs you, you it catch, like you catch on fire. It's like an acid that secretes from yeah. his uh, hands and yeah. it burns you, it burns, burns you alive you. actually. Yeah. So um, thought that was I mean like I said I thought we were gonna get a nice little cameo man yeah. thing. Nope. Turned out to be the main monster, and I was very happy. Yeah, I love I loved the design of the character. Um, you know, initially when we saw the the trailer for this, we were like, "Oh, is this gonna be in black and white the whole time?" Yeah. And it was. Yeah, up until the end, obviously. The very very end. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, I don't think the allusions to Wizard of Oz are lost on anybody no. here. Um, you know, you, you know, the Bloodstone being a stand-in for the Ruby Slipper. Uh-huh. Um, and what's her name? The widow being the wicked witch. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and uh, what's her? The main Elsa Bloodstone. Elsa being daughter. being Dorothy, yeah. obviously. Um, but I, I thought that it was you know then obviously I like at the end where it turns back to color mm-hmm. and you know kind of doing the reverse uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um, but I did love the fact that uh, Jack Russell and Man Thing are, are like they're like the, buddies. They're like besties or they're lovers. I didn't get that. I definitely got the best friend thing. Like, dude, like, it, like yeah. if I had to come save you. Sure. It's like, dude, man, like every time, for real? Yeah, yeah, you know, you I love that scene when, he, you know, you see Jack, he's like in the mason, and then Man Thing grabs him, but he, yeah. and everyone thinks, I mean, I thought he was going to burn. Yeah. And then, nope. 
He's yeah. like, oh, oh, hey, what's uh, up? Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that dynamic. And uh, I love the, the design of man thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you get, again, uh, a lot of emotion uh, is enveloped in the eyes. Mm-hmm. And they did such a good job rendering man thing's yeah. eyes. And yeah. you could tell when you were supposed to feel for this character when he was mad. Yeah. And, yeah, it was awesome, dude. I've never seen that length of CG in, in black and white. It and, good. and it looked really good. And then really good. when they have color at the end, oh, it, was awesome. it looks even better. It's very, you know, if they have to save some money from She-Hulk to put on Man-Thing. I'm okay with I'm that. I'm okay with that because it really did, it look, it it did look really good. Um, you get this kind of, uh, like, this this feel that uh, uh, Jack and Ted have been friends for a long time. Right. Mm-hmm. And that, you know. They've seen each other at their worst. Yeah. You know, and they're there for each other. It's awesome, man. Yeah. I, lo- I love that. And, um. Uh, I will say another favorite part of mine is is the you know because they all these monsters of hunters have to fight each other yeah. and it's kind of cool because at the beginning like they're uh, led into the labyrinth uh, one at a time and yeah. they are followed by a tuba player that spouts fire out of the tuba <laughs> which I think awesome little callback to Mad Max yeah. oh I didn't know that yeah I mean okay. I, that's what I took from it okay but I thought that was kind of cool you know and it was sort of like a, an allusion to the uh, the trumpets that sound off the apocalypse mm. but instead of a trumpet they're using a tuba mm. which I thought was hilarious the, the tubas <laughs> of the apocalypse <laughs> that's that's my new band's name there you go, there go. <laughs> um, but I I thought the the fight scenes were really brutal yeah one of the most I would say the most brutal kill in the mcu comes when she's fighting oh my god that one guy the guy she stabs him through the the mouth and he's screaming but then she has to cover his mouth to stop you know the sound coming as another people are coming around the wall that'll kill her yeah Yeah, so it's it's sort of like a solution creating another problem for her i thought that was so funny dude yeah but that was so brutal who was that guy that she killed um you know i wasn't familiar his name yeah well yeah i wasn't even familiar with them you know as as hunters outside of elsa and outside of jack yeah 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 um it was brutal yeah now it's i love that yeah that's cool this is kind of what we wanted from this show yeah we wanted a little uh you know we wanted a horror yeah. a horror show and we got it yeah got a little mystery I don't know what it necessarily alludes to it going forward with the yeah. MCU yeah. I don't know yeah because Kevin Feige had said that there were going to be big ramifications obviously the biggest uh, link that we can make is with Blade um, Blade not... and Moon Knight right um, just in that like ilk you sure. know, of, of that genre yeah, yeah. Um, but which the two characters who I thought would be in there weren't in there yeah which is strange yeah. Yeah. strangely absent yeah um, and I heard, I heard tell that Blade was supposed to be in it, mm-hmm. and then because of the the scheduling conflicts with the Blade movie, mm-hmm. the stuff, the falling outs, and everything, they weren't able to work it in. Gotcha. And it just it just didn't come together. But there right. was talk of it at one point. Okay, at least. that's gotcha. what it sounds. Like. And it's crazy because a lot of the occult, which I, I actually know jokes here, I have dabbled in the occult, read up on occult stuff, and am a member of the Church of Satan. Uh, real, real little side story. I'll take it down a little side road here. Uh, back in, I would say, the early mid-aughts, uh, Anton LaVey, who is the founder of modern-day Satanism, he passed away. Um, I think he passed away 2001, 2002. Anyway, his grandson takes over the Church of Satan, right? And makes it open to everybody. So if you pay $200 on the Church of Satan's website, you will get a, a custom ID card that says you're a member of the Church of Satan. So... Of course, your boy paid that $200, and I am a card-carrying member of the Church of Satan. Christine, AJ, 
Talk to your boy. Oh, why right? are you so surprised? You know? It's sort of like when people have that pride and joy in their wallet. Yeah. My picture of pride and joy in their you wallet. You know what? I'm like going to I'm gonna mock you, but then when they offer, when they do the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the Midnight Suns movie and all members of the Church of Satan get in for free, yeah, you come it's going to be egg on my face. Exactly. Right? It's going to be egg on but my face. I, I will say a lot of the occult uh, imagery they used in there, especially with the moon, um, especially you cannot perform uh, rituals on a full moon. That is a big no-no. Oh. And they, if you notice in the book, there is no rituals performed on a full moon. So they did they did their homework, man. Interesting. So, uh, oh, I, yeah, because they even say, yeah. like, mm-hmm. Jack's like, oh, we're days away from the yeah, full moon. That's right. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, like someone did, someone did some reading. Uh, um, but I, I also kind of dug the fact that, you know, we... We get kind of towards the end. You know, Jack is captured. Elsa is captured by the by the widow, and um, I think they're trying to bring out the werewolf. Is yeah, they, yeah, because yeah. they, they just want to, to hang his head essentially, right? Well, yeah, because they they were you know they what they do with man thing, mm-hmm. and now they still need a beast. Gotcha. So that's why. They gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. And um, I thought the practical effects were amazing because oh. I thought uh, when when Jack uh, goes full wolf, he that's all practical yeah. from what I read. Yeah. So it looks amazing. I was shocked. I was like, oh, wow, that's not CGI. And Jack and Elsa kind of hit it off as, sure. as like friendlies. And yeah. it's cool. Like he's like, you know, I'm going to turn. And he's like grabbing her. And yeah. He's yeah, like, got to like, remember I'm, your yeah. smell. Yeah, he's like, he's like rubbing himself on her. And so she that, goes, has this worked before? And he goes, only with one other person, yeah. which I think it was Ted. That'd be interesting. That'd yeah. be interesting. And um, I think the uh, other part, oh, yeah, she's in, and, and he says, don't break eye contact. Yeah. Because just like how dogs, you know, they, they, um, <laughs> uh, give him the old Dundee, all right? <laughs> Dundee. Give him the old Dundee, all right? Because <laughs> <laughs> dogs, like, uh, they, their dominance is through uh, eye, eye contact. contact yeah. yeah, so like that's why you wouldn't break the yeah. eye contact. So I thought that was cool too. But yeah. um I, I also like the fact when he actually does wolf out, you see him changing, but it's through shadow. Yeah. That part so that was my favorite shot in the just whole show. Classic though. kind yeah. of vintage horror. Yeah. It, uh, this is almost hard noir. Yeah, yeah. That's how I'm pointing that. Yeah. Horror noir. Like yeah. the shadows are just like dripping and it's so beautifully shot. Yeah. I'm going to say it is beautifully shot. Yeah. Um hats off to uh Oh, it's Michael uh Giancino, maybe. maybe. Maybe that's how you say it. Yeah. Michael Giancino. He's not a mook. He's not a mama's boy. Yeah. He just kind of knows what he's doing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't say any more uh, much like, I don't have bad negatives. about it. I have no negatives except, uh, no. aside from the... You can clearly tell that Moon Knight and Blade are supposed to be in this. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the only negatives I have with it. And yeah. why would you get uh, Bloodstone when you could get Danny Moonstone? That would make more sense. It's X-Men related. It's still mutants. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and, not, and Danny Moonstone wouldn't, wouldn't make more sense. I know. I'm yeah, just okay. All right. Like, so yeah, don't get, don't, get me, don't get me riled up there. All right? <laughs> Kids, that's our show. If you like what we're doing, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, let us know what you think of the show before or, or below. Mm-hmm. Did you like the She-Hulk finale? Did you like the show as a whole? Did you love Werewolf by Night? Oh my god, I loved it so much. I hope they do this every year. Yeah, just give us all oh, that's that an awesome cool. anthology thing they do every year. That give would us be a really cool, cool like Werewolf by Night story every year. A, a solo like don't give us a season two of, of Moon Knight, a solo one shot Moon Knight. Yeah. For an hour. That would be so cool. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- I'd be so down with that, dude. I, I think that's your final thought. Actually, for us my today. final thought oh. would be this. You know, uh in the um uh Episode with uh, Daredevil and She-Hulk, mm-hmm. they uh, the character of Leapfrog, his boots burn because he puts jet fuel in there. How can the jet fuel burn through his boots but not his bones? That's some conspiracy theory. <laughs> <for you. laughs>
Jeff Fuel doesn't melt, melt steel, kids. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I've been your host, Roman Chavez. I'm still Eric Icarus. And we will catch you on the next podcast.